Hey everyone, it's Lieutenant Megan Burmeister from the Rhode Island National Guard Public Affairs Office, and you are listening to The Wagon Set. Today is going to be a break from our schedule. Instead of continuing our history series, we're going to do a quick piece on the peer assistance teams. Don't worry, we will revisit the history of the Rhode Island National Guard in the next podcast. The primary reason for why this podcast was developed is to provide information to soldiers and airmen about services available to them. So, of course, we need to take a moment to highlight the peer assistance teams. I sat down with Sergeant Mio Knowles at the MedDet to discuss this new program. Tell me about the peer assistance team and your role in it. Well, uh, the purpose of the, of the training is looking for cues, looking in a way of saying when somebody next to them at their unit level has issues and then pull them on the side if they can and talk to them about those issues and then help them get through them before they become anything bigger than what they are. So if a soldier says, hey, I'm having a problem, the peer assistance team member would say, well, it sounds like your problem really relates to this, and then they do a referral. Exactly. How long has this program been going on? We started the first rollout was in February. It was, uh, everybody was getting used to the program. The second month was March. Uh, we have nine referrals for different services between the family assistance programs and uh, suicide prevention program and uh, military one source is really involved in these two. Okay, and so these aren't just referrals for mental health programs? Oh yes, uh, we are getting involved with the Vest Center. Uh, the Vest Center has a, a unlimited resources for our service members. Even if you haven't deployed, you'll still be able to get help. Um, we also working with the family programs. They have so many grants and so many um, different programs that nobody knows about it because nobody talks about them. And they go notice and we lose the grants because they haven't been used. When in fact, we have service members that need these programs. They just don't know about it. And that's why these teams are going to find out who needs those programs and bring them to them. Also, we uh, work closely with the H2H. The Hero to Hero program is a great program. Uh, all of our service members are unemployed, and that's a, a great, great stress in their life. So um, we um, set them up with Linda uh, at H2H, and they normally sit down with her, and they go through the whole process of building a resume, help them get jobs. And she has a high success rate with that. Would you say that this is helping, having them right there on hand when needed? Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. Um, uh, as, as you know, peer-to-peer, like it's an E5 to E5 or, you know, the highest rank you can have in this program is E6. Having someone to talk to at your same rank, at your same level, people can open up more and say what is going through their mind and what issues they have at home. And if that peer member is there listening and saying, hey, you know what, I can, I can probably help, you know, we have some resources that we can help you with this. It's about making sure that the service member gets to it because you can handle anybody a pamphlet and that doesn't mean they're gonna call this number even if that's their solution for the problem. Um, sometimes what our service member are gonna do, the, the peer assistant teams, is grab that service member and say, you know what, let's call. Let's call this number and let's make an appointment, let's bring you there and let's get these fits instead of just handing a pamphlet. Is there any follow-up after the fact? Um, as you, as I said before, it's E5, E6, that means you're a non-commissioned officer. Um, you are responsible of service members. It's your primary duty besides the mission. So um, it's expected of our teams to follow up on it every, you know, at least once a week call the service member. if, if it wasn't solved on the weekend drill. 
it's expected of our teams to call that service member and ask them, hey, do you get the help you need it? Do you need me to bring you anywhere? Do you need me to contact anybody? Um, and make sure that it follows through. Because you can get as many follow-ups as, as you want, but um, if you don't get a, a result of it, a good result, then you're doing nothing. One of the things that a lot of people may think that this is behavioral health, but it's not so much as behavioral health. It's so much as anybody that approaches a, a team member, it's not because they have a behavioral health issue. It's because they, ha they could have any, any problem going on. It could be something as paying the rent, and they don't know if they're going to have a house next week. Um, it's not just about behavioral health. Um, that's part of it, but it's not all of it. And that's a misconception that people think there's more to it. Also, I spoke with Brigadier General Charles E. Petraka Jr., Director of Joint Staff, about how he sees the program and its future in the Rhode Island National Guard. That has yielded some tremendous results. We have seen 15, 20 referrals, some for alcohol abuse, some for family problems, some for financial problems. But what we've found is that first step in getting help is so critical. Once that occurs, we usually can bring the individual around and you know they never skip a beat when it comes to duty, job, or family. So the team is working well. It's had such a tremendous response that we're filling another class full of volunteers that want to assist their fellow soldiers in getting through some difficult times. Do you feel like this is something that we can continue to move forward? I don't see it going anywhere. I think it's a great program. The leadership all supports it, and we will continue to develop, rotate those folks, and, uh, and continue to put them out in the, in the field on a, every day of every drill. Okay, I want to make sure that everyone understands that while these individuals are volunteers, they are chosen for the program based on their ability to keep things to themselves. Confidentiality is key. Please don't hesitate to ask one of the peer assistance crew for information or help on any topic that's troubling you. All right, everyone, that's it for today. Please let me know what you thought. And we will be back in two weeks focusing on history of the Rhode Island National Guard. Have a good night.